John, you've made the leap. You've done it. You've broken your platform lo uh, lock-in. You're a braver man than I, and you have ditched your iPhone. Oh, you skipped. You've, you, 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 sorry, you, you, you blew my mind there because you just skipped about five items on my, on my scripts. Go on. That's all I want to talk about, John. That's all you want to talk about. I've got, I've got so many other things I want to talk about before I get there. We surely, we surely don't have time. We surely don't have time. No, is, this, I, is this is this for show? Because we surely don't have time. I want to. Well, I want to rattle. You're through. gonna have to cut this. You have to cut this. I if, wanna, gonna, if you wanted to go into something else, I want to rattle through these these couple of things because they're important. Oh, um, right, you, right. It's on you then to come out of the sting. I, that's fine. I did it. That's fine. One's one's a follow up. One's a follow up item. Um, fire tablet for kids. It's it well, all, hang on. It you, all links. You're going to need to come into this. You come into it properly. I'm, come, no, properly. I'm coming in off the back of what you just done. That's fine. Go on. I know, I know, I know where you're going. You got to go on the journey first, mate. You, yeah, you drive. You drive then. <laughs> go on. You drive. Um, you know the way. You drive. It's a, it's a pickup from what we talked about last time. Um, we got the fire tablet for kids. For... Is it? Are you? Are you? Act, is it? Are we? Are we into this now? Yeah, yeah. Can you come into it properly from the back of a sting? You don't look like a runner. With Nick and John. I've got a little bit of follow-up on Fire Tablet Kids, which is that um, when we got the second tablet at Christmas, or when my youngest son got the second tablet at Christmas, which was the official Fire Tablet for kids that comes with everything bundled in it, um, as soon as we switched it on, all of the kids' content appeared on the other tablet that we already had. So basically, um, we, we've got that for free on two tablets. And everything you said about it is correct as you know uh but i just fully endorse it it's just as as a as an environment to give a kid where they know that everything that's on there they can have and it's never going to throw up anything that i'm going to say no that's yeah. brilliant that is just so good so yeah all the contents on there they've been downloading games they've been getting into things that i've not had to vet and i think it's been really really nice to see them find the things that make sense to them that they want to do Mm. Um, have you have you played around with the age, the age settings? Because you've got you've got a couple that have got a few years between them. Yeah, right? yeah. So they've they've you've got, you've got to put their age in when you set it up. So um, Josh has got stuff that's for him, and Noah's got stuff that's for him. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 really really good. They're both into the the Lego Movie game at the minute, right? And we've I've I've had them on the sofa today. They're watching Lego Movie because it's inspired them to go back and watch that again. And they're kind of playing levels whilst watching it. It's quite freaky, but works for them. They're happy, so that's that's really cool. Um, did you have a very techie Christmas? Because I fucking did. Um, no, right, I didn't. I'm going to uh, give my, you the list my... of things I've got. Then all gone. No, go on. You got something? Okay, so my family. Um, I think that they maybe think that my love of tech is is not real because they never really. Right, sure. Um, engage with it. I think we, in reality, in reality, it's because I just buy it myself throughout the year. So all the stuff they would have got me, tech based. Um, also, you're probably, probably you're probably at the top of the tech pyramid in your household. Yeah, oh god. In, in, yeah, your, in yeah. your in your family. So what, so I because yeah, so you what, work for a technology company, you have to do all the IT support. Yeah, definitely. And also, uh, all the tech that does come into my household over Christmas is actually purchased by me for people mm. who don't want it. Yeah. Um, the classic, like, oh, I've bought this. Oh, you don't like it? I'll play with it then. Uh, so I, the tech that came into my household this Christmas was um, a Fire Tablet. Nice. Um, be, 
because they were so cheap. Um, and my, my wife is actually sitting on the sofa at the moment playing Solitaire on her Fire tablet, um, which is which is all she's done with it since I bought it. Um, that's fine. That's, Classic. I bought that for her. I also bought her a, a key. You know the thing you can put on your keys where you can track it on your phone? A tile? Yeah. Well, no. I bought like a... <laughs> Well, John, let me ask you, do you think I bought a tile or do you think I shopped on Amazon for a cheap alternative for about three days? You went on Amazon? You high roll, you didn't go on eBay. (laughs) No, no, I'm not that lowbrow. So, yeah, I got one of those for... uh, um, And then, oh, the other cool cool tech thing, actually, that I do actually think was quite cool, was I bought uh, Amy a kid's digital camera. Ah. A big, chunky, rubber-coated... VTech digital camera. Now I know half the story about this. Do you or, know half the story? Know, woke possibly up on I know. Either, uh, possibly I know the whole work. story. Does no? Yeah, is that half a story? That or, is half a story. Okay, so you um, woke up on Christmas Day, and the big present didn't work. So yeah. then, what happened? Uh, so I scolded myself for not having checked it beforehand. Yeah, um, big time, uh, and. I went, I drove to Birmingham on Boxing Day to Castlevale Retail, Retail Park to Smith's Toys, which is the Smith's only Toys. place I could find, only place I could find that had it in stock. Right. And I went on Boxing Day and bought another one. Nice. Because I was so furious. Um, possibly this is a little bit, uh, possibly this is a little bit um, generically local to you and me, but do you know there's one in Tamworth now? Yeah, it didn't didn't have it in stock. Oh, right, right, right. cool. Yeah, Birmingham was the closest one. I had in the, one stock. In Tam- the one in Tamworth is amazing, by the way. And Argos, by the way, their website can piss off because oh. they keep they, they just they just generally they, just generally they, they list go. things even if they don't have any stock in any stores. Mm-hmm. Absolute waste of waste of time, Argos website. Anyway, anyway, so I went and I bought one of those things. So that was the tech that came to my house, but it's all purchased by me for other people because I wanted to play with it. Right, including the child's camera. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> seriously, seriously, it's been good. It's it's been to it's been to Twycross Zoo with us, nice uh, already, and taken a few pics, and it's going to Disneyland next week as well. Ah, oh, very nice, very very nice. So we all got, your tech appears to be you, right? We know we are. We're, there's been there's been quite all oh, a lot of it's been bought by me, but um some notes on a few things so i mentioned i um was a bit disappointed that alexa isn't on the kids uh, kindle but uh on christmas eve we went to my sister-in-law's house for christmas eve christmas day boxing day and they've got a couple of um echoes around the house mm. they've got the echo dot and then they've got the is it still called an echo when it's got a big speaker on it i think it is isn't it yeah that's the one that's, that's got the yeah so you've got the Echo yeah. Dot, which is the hockey puck, and then you've got the Echo, which is the cylinder. Is that right? Yeah, and then there's the big one, which I think is called like the Echo Big Boy or something. Echo <laughs> Big Boy. And then you've got the the one with the the display on it, and then you've got the Sonos and stuff. So they had a, yeah. they had a couple of Echo devices around the house, and the kids were going barmy, like barking orders at Alexa's in different rooms, and we were calling each other from different rooms, and we kept on asking Alexa where where Father Christmas was at that particular time, which is lots yeah. of fun. And uh, then there was a, there was a hockey puck Alexa under the tree for me on Christmas Day. Uh, so that's thing number one that's coming in my house. Nice, and nice. It is basically, and 
do, if you detect any criticism in me in what I'm about to say, you, then you're mishearing me. Um, mm-hmm. It is basically a single use device for me to add things to my shopping cart on Ocado. It's amazing. Yeah, that's it's, fine. It's great. That's that's, that's all. That's all I'm using it for, and I love it. And I did. I did have some problematic action with Alexa over Christmas. Oh yeah. I'm not getting on very well with voice assistants, am I? No. So one, so one tech thing I did do over Christmas was I, I found I had an old Mac Mini knocking about, and I turned it into a games emulation machine. Oh, essentially, this is like a big topic we've got. I know. Maybe we should touch on this another time. But, but I, the, to cut to the Alexa part of this story was I had a couple of mates round, and I was playing ISS ninety eight on the PlayStation emulator. Right. Were you playing and, as Aston Village or? Uh, well, I no, it was uh, only international teams at that point. Oh, right. And <laughs> Birmingham we were, Village, sorry, Birmingham Village. No, we were we were playing, we were playing, and um, I wasn't. I don't know what we said, and I have listened back to because you know Alexa records what if if you ever go onto your Alexa app and you yeah, look yeah. at your history, you can listen to what it said, what it what it thought you said, or, or what it recorded. And I've listened back to the recording. I still don't really understand what it thinks I asked it. Um. But we were playing ISS, and Alexa just piped up and said, I'm sorry, I don't know the film Faces of the Christ. <laughs> and, um, I mean, it was a little bit disconcerting, to be honest. <laughs> it was a little bit disconcerting. So, yeah, I, I'm still having problems with the old voice recognition. Don't know what I'm, uh, don't know what I'm doing wrong there. <laughs> oh, um... <laughs> Alex is doing okay for us. One thing that yeah, you, you enunciate better, CJ. You enunciate better than I do. One thing that um, one thing that I don't quite get is is how there's so much tech in your phone and in, in your tablet. How come these hockey puck devices are so much better? What what is it in the hardware and the firmware and the software that's in there that makes Alexa run better in a single serving device? There's no. Huh? Yeah, because there's there's no um, I think there's two things that are related. I think there's no pre interface, right. so there's no button you have to press to instigate it. Sure, there's no conscious decision you have to make, an action you have to perform, which makes it feel less gimmicky. Right, and there's also no alternative interface. Right, so once I have my phone in my hand to speak to Siri, yeah. I might as well open up Google and just type it in. I think that the, the fact that there is no barrier and there's no alternative is probably the thing. Because there's no, that, the thing you said, it's single serving, right? Yeah. So for you, it's single serving in terms of the actual application you're using it for. But I also, I do also, I do, there's another thing I do, which is I, I do the um, Alexa, what's new? I like that quite a lot in the morning when I'm making a coffee. And I just get my, my news headlines. Those are the two main things that we do. But, oh, I'd, but, rather, I'd but just the, rather not have that. To be but, the, but the kids are throwing. Yeah, it's always Donald Trump has done, yeah. has done the thing. The kids are throwing all sorts of stuff at it, and it's it's get it's capturing them. I think Alexa's generally better than than Siri and Google. But oh, um, I, I don't know about Google, but it, it's a billion times better than Siri. Well, without skipping without skipping forward too much in the review, the um, uh, okay, Google on my phone is garbage. Oh, oh you said it. What a wanker. <laughs> So that's the only time he's ever picked me up saying it. <laughs> yeah, the 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 hey you my Android phone thing is is garbage. It's worse than Siri, 
um, that's probably my main line of criticism about my new phone. Um, inspired by the Alexa, though, um, and looking at what it could do, I ended up getting Hive light bulbs <laughs> for so, myself. So this is an this is an area where I went IoT crazy, mate. Well, this is an area where I think um, if I had Hive light bulbs and I had a Hive thermostat, mm-hmm. I think I'd rather interface with that on the phone than via voice I think yeah. I'd rather be like set my timers up on my phone set the you know turn yep. it down have a little scroll wheel all this sort of stuff I've never come in my kitchen and said um, Alexa turn my upstairs lights on because that would be insane because mm. I'd have to walk past the light switch um, <laughs> for starters um, but I think it was just the looking at it and thinking about it and being told about all the things and it just opened up some synapses for me and we were about to go away again for New Year and I thought, actually, I need a security light. And if you were someone who watched my house, you would know that my upstairs light comes on in the afternoon when it starts getting dark. Around about, around about the time you'd go down, a, <laughs> you'd go down a red slope on a seat. <laughs> right about then. And then it stays on all night for the kids. Yeah. Um, and so if that, do, if that doesn't happen, then... Yeah, you know, shit out of luck. So actually, I thought, oh, maybe, maybe I need to look at hive light bulbs. And then I realised I didn't even realise that my hive thermostat controller, because I'd always seen it as a heating application, because we were one of the first. We were like when early, Brit- we, yeah, well, British Gas were kind of piloting it, so we got it really, really, really cheap because they happened to be in doing something else in the house. So if you give us fifty quid, you can have this thing, and then you can control your heating on the internet, and. Hive hadn't been I'd never even heard the word Hive at that point um, so so I got it but it had always been a, a heating switch on my phone and then I looked at the app and I thought actually there's all these other slots in here for all these other things so Alexa kind of triggered me to do it or catalyzed me to do it but isn't actually being used as a driver but it's quite fun to know that I can do it um, but yeah Hive light bulbs are amazing huh? they're really good and they, um, they're really, really responsive. And just knowing that when I was away, that the lights were coming off and on in the house was really, really cool. Yeah, uh, we bought some timers for when we're going to be away this week. And, uh, for what, like plugged into the mains kind of ones? Or have you got Hughes or something like that? No, plugged into the mains, just your, 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 your classics. But they're, they're kind of digital and stuff. And I'm like, oh, we could just get like a couple of smart plugs. Yeah. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I want to go the whole hog with the, light, the lights and stuff. I wish we had a... The barrier to entry is getting the controller, and and once you've got, when it turns out when you've got a hive, you've got the controller, and then you can you can connect anything to it. So, uh, but like uh, if you went, if if I went into a shop and looked at a Hue system, I'd be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to spend twenty pounds on each light bulb and then fifty quid on a controller. Mm. Um, but when you're kind of like looking at, I think they were on sale for twelve pound for the hive bulbs the other day. Mm. It's like oh, bit of a no brainer really. So that's that's exciting me a lot. But moving on to the things you want to talk about. Yep. Via one last bit of tech, which is the switch. Got, okay. My son got a switch for Christmas. It was your yeah, in inverted commas. It was your the, son got yeah. a switch. There's a, there's a lot of things to say about the switch, and one of the things that that I've never seen anybody talk about, but which I think is a really 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 big deal. I was looking at the power adapter for it. Oh, by the way, mate, I, I took it out of the box and set it up because I didn't want to wake up on Christmas Day and it not work. Just 
Just saying, mate. Carry on. I don't know if this was designed in the box, but the box opened and you could take everything out and you could put everything back as it was. There was no, nothing I had to rip to get in, which was really, really good. So I did get it all set up um, and sure enough... I, mean, I, I would have had to tear the camera box apart. Maybe. Exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, really, and really, is it my fault that some... No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. It's not, but no, the, the switch was was designed to be opened and set up and then put back away, which I thought was really good because it needed firmware updates. All the games that we'd bought needed updates as well and patches. And you just thought, if you hit those servers on Christmas morning, you'd be yeah. dead. You'd be dead in the water, wouldn't you? Um but I was I was looking at the control. I was looking at the charger, and I was like, "What the f- What the hell is this? What is this garbage they've given me for this charger? Why can't Nintendo ever just get on board with anybody else? Because I've had like a Game Boy, I've had um, we've got a DS in the house, I've had a Switch, and they've always got these weird plugs. Yeah, I realised about two or three days later, it's actually USB C. That was the first USB C device you got. First USB C device I ever I ever had, and um. I'm quite heartened by the idea that a company like Nintendo is actually on board with it because yeah. they are really well known for having really um, uh, uh, proprietary connections for everything. Um, and that leads me on to my new phone, doesn't it? It does. My new phone, amongst many excited, things, John. has a USB-C charger. Well, I think we need to just set this up a little bit because okay. we talked about the whole idea of platform lock-in before. We did, we did. And then we talked about how I was looking at this OnePlus 5T and we were reading out the specs on there and convinced I was going to order it. And then what happened? Well, you ordered it. I scooped you. You scooped me. <laughs> and then I've, and I've mugged myself off the last couple of weeks because I was waiting for the white version. That does look nice, mate. Now. That does look it's nice. It's sold out now. Because mm. I was away... I didn't want to order it whilst I was away because oh. then it would arrive while I was away. Uh, but then I've missed out now. So yeah, I'm well, very bitter about this. But yes, there's please, a, there's, I'm, there's I've, been waiting for, can, I've been waiting for four weeks to talk to you about this phone. There's a bit of pain that I can appreciate, mate. So I, um, as, I'm, as I mentioned, I was away for three days of Christmas. We were back for two, two days and then we were away for a week. And I was trying to work out when I was going to order the phone because I, I decided I was going to go for it. So, what yeah. made you decide then? I, I want to rewind, right? I, I know we, I know this is gonna be a long episode, but I don't care because <laughs> I, I've, I've been itching to pick this apart for ages. What made you decide to, to do it? There's some personal things, and then there's also something else which you and I have, have touched on in text message conversations. And I'm going to go for that one first. I think there's something in the air, mate. Yeah. I, I think there's the crest of a wave of a meme, if not a meme already, which is people just looking at their iPhones and going, this needs to get in the sea. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, it comes from a number of places. And I think, this, I think it, well, some people have specifically said that, they, that they're thinking the same things as me. It comes from looking at your phone and thinking I'm near the end of my contract and I'm going to get a renew um, going to get an upgrade and what am I going to have and then two things happen to you one is where you used to go to the Apple store and there would be an iPhone and you'd get it 
then for a while there, there you'd go to the Apple store and there would be the previous generation iPhone, which you may have skipped because you may have been a year out of sync um, or the latest one. And you'd make a choice between two. And now there's about six. Yeah. And that's before you even look at storage. And yeah. that's anathema to Apple in my eyes. They're still saying the 6S, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, the six? Certainly SE, the 6S. Is there a 7? Yeah. There's a 7, there's an 8, and there's an X. Yeah. And then there's plus I, variants. I can't, I can't and then fathom, I can't fathom why the 6S is a thing. I can't fathom that. Because the SE, the X, fine. They're different, differently sized. Yeah. Um, I'll always stand by, I, I hope there's always an SE sized one. Yeah. Um, and the X is obviously the 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 kind of proto prototype phone. Um, I can't fathom why the the six S is on sale as well as the seven. And really, for me, it should be SE sized but upgraded. The eight and the X. Yeah, and an SE with six S internals and an eight. I don't even think an X, mate. If you're going to say that's a prototype, why are you selling it? Well, no, but you know what I mean. Like it's the, it's the, it's their new hotness, right? Right, it's right, their, right. It's their one that's got everyone talking. It's got, it's the one that everyone's absolutely in love with. So, yeah. Okay. So here's another thing. What I don't say is why the six S, the seven, and the eight exist when they're the same form factor. Yeah. It's a different form, like the SE. The X is a different form factor. Hmm. The thing that riles me is why have we got three different phones of the same form factor? Yeah. Which I think is what you're kind of getting at, right? Yeah, and well, but then you've got the plus variants, and then well, then yeah. and then you've got then you've got storage to look at as well, and that's 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 just a mess, and it, and one of the things it forces you to do, um, or one of the things it forced me to do, was to to then look at that and try and rationalise it, and when you rationalise it out, you're talking of a range of price points. Is it three fifty or four fifty at the bottom end? Um, oh, it's not. It's not. It's not three fifty. No. All right. So it's, it's four fifty. Four fifty. Then at the bottom end. The, the SE is about. Yeah. I, I think. In, I indulge me SE. while I search it for a second. I, I I bought one. I bought one, and I think it was. I bought the SE, and it was like yeah, four fifty something like that. Apple dot com. Yeah, three fifty to four fifty. The iPhone SE is at the moment. Okay. You're talking of a band of pricing to to buy them off air from three hundred and fifty pounds to a thousand pounds, and if you force me, and I don't think I'm exceptional in this, if you force me to look at a band of pricing from three hundred and fifty pounds to a thousand pounds, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to say none of that is good value because you're asking you're asking me to take the sloppies at three fifty or the hotness at £1,000, and all of that, that whole spectrum is insane. Yeah. I think what you're also doing by giving you a spectrum is you are inviting you to look at what else you could get within that spectrum. Yeah, and what the things you can get, mate, the things yeah. you will see. Oh, my God. Um... There's another dimension to it, which is you know, like, so the, the situation we've just described would be if you were someone who's never had an Apple phone and you were looking at it quite dispassionately. I'm not overly satisfied with my 6S currently. No. 
And my 6S is sitting there within that spectrum as not the bottom. That's problematic because I'm thinking, well, this is, this is the not least shit phone that you sell. And currently it's garbage. Currently what I've got with it is that I pay, I pay a monthly fee to move content from it to the cloud to free up space. And I've never got any space. Um, to the extent where you've started offloading apps that I'm definitely going to use today, like my calendar, to make space to do things and you're still telling me I haven't got any space. You're talking about me having a phone where I wake up in the morning and I disconnect it from the wall where it's been plugged in all night and I walk downstairs and I make a coffee and I take my kids to school and I get on the train and I get to my office and I plug it in because I'm on 50% battery. Those things to be within the middle of your band of pricing is not exciting for me. You, um, I mean, that makes it unusable. Yeah. Yeah. My, my success is like, unusable at the moment. Yeah. And, um, did you consider with the recent news about their app, the battery mm. hit on performance and, mm. um, obviously the, the specific battery issues you had, mm. was that a consideration that maybe to go battery? I mean, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't stop things like um, offloading apps because mm. that's just. I mean, this is a whole other can of worms. But I feel like there's some very questionable decisions that have been made within the OS. Yeah, my, my, that worry me. My understanding of of that story is that that's about performance, and this wasn't performance based. In in the sense in the sense of I'm not talking about um, speed. I'm talking about things actually being there. Um, and space being available to perform at, at the next function, not like how snappy is it between apps, how quickly does it change states. Um, but what I, w- what I would say is that I, I've remembered you having battery issues with this phone since pretty much the first day you had it. Oh, yeah. You always had battery problems. Yeah. Um, now, I'd, uh, to an extent, you wonder if it was if it's a phone or if it, you had a good battery, maybe. Um but what size did you get? 16. Yeah. I think the problem is these days that, um, you know how that old old adage of like a project will always expand to fill the time allowed to it. Mm-hmm. So if you set a deadline for two weeks for a project, the project would take two weeks. If you set it for six months, the project will take six months. Yep. I feel like that's the same with storage. So oh, it as It definitely 16, is with an Apple, yeah. As sixteen gigabytes becomes the norm, so you know back back when we were young whippersnappers, mm-hmm. the idea of anything being sixteen gigabytes was insane. Um, as sixteen gigabytes becomes the norm, then app developers um, will know they've got that sort of space to play with, and they will play with that space, and they will um, f- they will fill it with their apps. Uh, Apple with their fo- with their photo storage will. Um, store higher res and higher res images because they know they have that space to play with and when that 16 gigabytes is no longer the norm it's actually the low end it does fill up very quickly no there's so there's there's examples of this in in other areas like uh, screen real estate um particularly in the in the pre-responsive design era um where we would get an idea of what the, the normative value of a screen was 
um, and we'd all build to it. And then you was, you eventually force people on a 644-80 screen to step up to a 1024, and, and it kept on um, escalating through that. I'm glad we're we're past that world now, but this paradigm of, of, of storage isn't going to work like that. And you, and well, you, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, that, that is a thing. And, uh, that is an issue. So what I would always think, always think to do now, um, is I try and buy ahead of the storage. Yeah. So I think I've got some interesting think, notes for you on this in a minute, but yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I think what, so when I bought my SE a couple of years ago, I went for the next level up, Mm-hmm. I think I went for 64 gig mm-hmm. and I think the base was 16 because I was like, well, I, I previously had like eight mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, I just think, look at what the base is and just think that in a couple of years that base is, is going to be, you know, people will have expanded their horizons to fill it and everyone I know who's got the base model of anything these days is just struggling for storage. Yeah. Um, so these, I think now you've got to be looking at 128. Quite, quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've not filled my 64 gig. No. But I don't use my phone like a lot of people use their phone. I'm pretty limited in my um, application use and, and stuff. So, But so this this is where the problem comes again when, when you're buying an Apple phone now, because then, then you have, once you've chosen... Once you've chosen where you value yourself within their spectrum... Because really, it's about like you know how much of a baller are you on that scale. That's what they're that's what they're saying to you in a, in a cold-hearted capitalist way. <laughs> they're asking you to evaluate how much you're worth. Yeah. On that scale, and then there's a gradation there where you're gonna where you're gonna choose. Then you can. I, I feel like I choose this other thing. Of go on. Do you not feel like they're not even asking you whether you like the phone anymore? No. No. How much do you want to pay? But, yeah. How much do you want to pay me? It, because. There's no, you've got the, the X, which is a different design, mm-hmm. and everything else is the same design. They're not even asking you, they're not even trying to entice you with a nicer phone. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's not like it's. You are right because it is literally like how much do you want to pay? Yeah. Because we've got the same phone for you, in twenty different flavors, all cost different things. Yep. And essentially, for the most part do the same things other than the couple of outliers that have different form the, the, the only... and that's why I get so frustrated with the the fact that you've got three different phones of the same form factor yeah. with then they've got three different storage sizes and then you've got the two different sub form factors and it's like you know there's no way walking down the street you could say to someone oh he's got a he's got an 8 or he's got a 6S mm-hmm. other than the fact that the guy with a 6S has probably got a battery case on it yeah you know, it's frustrating. From, so, from, you know, yeah. So the reason why um, uh, you're an iPhone SE person, right? The iPhone SE is the Great North Run of iPhones. <laughs> right, go on. It, go on, tell me, tell me what's wrong with me. No, <laughs> no, I'm not telling you what's wrong with you. It's it's the only one. It's the only one where you can give a definitive reason why you've got that phone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's like yeah. I value a four inch display. Well, I, yeah, I want to use it with one hand. Yeah, I value a four that's inch absolutely display. Absolutely, one hundred percent the reason I have this phone. That's why I've I got. Want to use it one. That's why I've got that. 
Whereas all the let me tell you as well, just a quick sidebar on the SE. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm flirting with the whole Android world as well because I'm I'm getting increasingly frustrated with the software. Mm-hmm. This phone is, for me, a hundred times better designed than the newer form factors. It's yeah. it's beautiful, hard edges. A nice mix of kind of like your aluminium and your glass stuff. It, it's just really, really nice. And I think it's a really nice bit of kit. Yeah. And I can use it with one hand. And I never drop it. And it's fast. And the battery lasts for two days because it's only running a slightly smaller screen, but it makes a huge amount of difference. And all this other stuff. Have you got like, the SE that had the fingerprint sensor on it? Yeah. Because I can say, the, that, the, the is, that is the only thing that was missing from that design of iPhone. So, you have the five, no, the, five, the 5S had the fingerprint sensor. Um, right. And then the, the SE was released at the same time as the 6S. It was in the same round of... So, this, is, this, this model is only as old as your 6S in mm-hmm. terms of when it was released. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it had all, like, the up-to-date internals, um, all the like a fingerprint sensor, all that sort of stuff, and larger storage and all that sort of stuff. It's a, it's, this is a great phone. This phone has not slowed down. It's not lost battery life. It's really, 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 really solid. And that's one of the big reasons why I've been lusting after that OnePlus 5T and I've not made the jump, mm. is that I, other than me just kind of wanting something a bit new... Mm-hmm. I've got no reason to get rid of this mm. because it's solid as a rock. Whereas you had a croc, basically. Yeah. And I'm kind of jealous that you had a croc because you had, you had a reason to go and try something well, new. Well, I'm at the end of contract as well. Um, Vodafone, who are my network, they, they were like, um, I logged onto the website tonight and it was like, yeah, you can have a new phone now if you want. Um, wouldn't wouldn't want to. But yeah, that, that that was an, that was an option as well. So it, it is near the end of its life in that in that sense, um, and I would be a mug to carry on paying my monthly rental and not get a new phone. Yeah. So something was gonna something was gonna happen. But um, have we have we done enough of a job on the iPhone right now? We... Well, you said you had two reasons. You had a per- I can't remember what you said. So like personal and, and, and something else. And, and you were talking about how there's something in the air, right? Yeah, I think I think I've co- I've covered a lot of the personal reasons in talking about it. But the, when it's one of those it's one of those things where when you air your dirty secret of oh, I'm thinking of dropping iPhone and going to Android. Everyone who has an iPhone goes to you. Yeah, me too, mate. So what is it? It can't just be this price range thing. So, okay, one of the things, um, the iPhone X is a really bad advert for being an iPhone owner because outside of podcasts that I listen to, nobody who owns an iPhone X has told me good things about their iPhone X. Um, I think a lot of the Apple com- commentary, at, they, their personal brand requires them to be a little bit boosterish about the, uh, about the iPhone X. They, they, there's a certain amount of needing to perform buying it and then there's a certain amount of needing to perform enjoying having bought it uh but like real real talk real people don't like it and have bought it and have gone oh mate there is i think i've spoken to only about half a dozen people but every one of those half a dozen people who've bought the iphone x and they aren't people who know that i was thinking about changing have gone do you know what probably should have stuck with an iphone 8 (laughs) 
probably should have skipped this generation and and moved on. And, and that's not helping people to feel positive about staying in the ecosystem. I don't think. Yeah. What about you? Have you have you have you heard this from people? I don't know. I don't think I know anyone with an iPhone X. So I don't. I don't roll in the same sort of uh, circles as you. Actually, I probably do. I probably do. Thinking about my um, my high, my high rolling tech job, I probably do know people with an iPhone X. Um. But I don't. I've I've not spoken to anyone about it. Uh, mainly because I've not been seeking it out because I don't care. Because I can't, I I look at that phone and I'm like, I think the thing that, the thing that's worrying me about Apple, like, so I've on one hand for me, I've got this solid as a rock SE in my pocket that hasn't gone wrong, I haven't got any problems with. The second I have problems with it, there's absolutely no way I'm going Apple because I don't like the direction they're going in terms of hardware design mm-hmm. and I don't like the decisions they're making in terms of software design and implementation. So. That's the thing for me. I, I'm not interested in the iPhone X because I don't think it's interesting. I don't think it's interesting. Mm. It's being painted as interesting. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm like, that's not interesting, right? Not having a home button is not interesting because Android has been doing it for years. Well, yeah. I mean, so... Having a stupid notch at the top is not interesting. It's just fucking stupid. Oh, it's awful. I don't, I don't give a shit about this. I don't care about any of this stuff you're doing. I don't think it's cool. It's like... You're making things harder for people to use. Mm-hmm. I remember, and we talked about this a little bit last last time, about this whole idea of um, when I talked about uh, the button mm-hmm. and the fact that going to like an Android phone, uh, Android tablet for my daughter was a bit more tricky because she hasn't got a button. I remember when the whole idea of an iPhone was that your kid could use it and your grand could use it. Yeah, I don't think that's the case anymore. And I think that was a huge, huge selling point of their entire platform ecosystem. And maybe that's what they don't want anymore. Maybe they don't want your kid using it. Maybe they don't want your granny using it. But um, I think it's becoming a less and less accessible device for people. Mm-hmm. And I want technology to get out of my way, mm-hmm. not make me work for using it. Yeah. So I'm pretty down on... The only reason I haven't switched is because this particular phone works so well for me and gets out of my way so well but as soon as it starts to inevitably degrade because it's a piece of technology and it relies on chemicals and chemistry to keep running when it starts to degrade um and or even before that when i just have a bit of a whim there's no way i'm looking at another apple device at all i just don't like the decisions they're making yeah uh so yeah i've not heard that from people because i've not reached out to them i have been reaching out to people about their pixel phones Mm -hmm. i have been reaching out to them about their pixel laptops Mm -hmm. if i hear of anyone who's got a 5t i'm asking them questions constantly if i hear anyone who's got one of the more interesting samsung phones or whatever um i'm engaging with that sort of stuff way more not just other people i know but like um you know journalistic content like the verge or android authority or uh, marcus brownlee people like this who are doing these sort of tech reviews I'm not interested at all in their Apple stuff. And that comes from someone who, for the last decade at least, has has really bought into that ecosystem yep. and really valued the hardware and software design mm. and spent ages telling people it's not about the brand. Mm. It's not just about the brand, it's about what they actually do. And I feel like I, you know, 
that is true for me. So the mm. point when they start doing things that I don't like they're, what they're doing, the brand doesn't mean anything to me. Well, exactly. I mean, I think the the idea that I've moved to an Android phone vindicates for me all those years of saying no, I'm not, I'm not a fanboy, and, and uh, that's that annoys me as well. It's 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 that laziness of oh, you've got you've got you've got an iPhone, you must be a fanboy. Well, no, I'm not. I've got an iPhone because because um, I can afford it and um, because it because it's nice and. I can still afford it, but it's not nice. So I'm not going to have it. Um, yeah. We, we, we had in, in our household an Android device um, six or seven years ago, and it was the first Android device that came in the house. And I was I was desperate for it to be great. And it was terrible. And yeah. it, it put me off ever looking at Android again until Apple actually started to stop making sense. Um, so you know, I, I've not I've not been blind uh, and fanboyish about my choices. I've just been making those choices based on the fact that my experiences of Android were, were poor. And you re- you approached me before you purchased the the five T. You mm. said, "Oh, I've I've you know I've heard good things about this other brand that's a little bit cheaper and so on and mm. so forth." And I was I had a pretty hard line with you. I was like, "Yeah, if you're going to make the switch across, yeah, you need to be comparing apples with apples. You need to be." <laughs> You need to be buying something. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean for that pun, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, you need to be buying something that's at the same reasonable price level yeah. as what you would spend on Apple. Or the same tech uh, bar, phone. at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you pick it up, you're like as engaged with the build quality. Yeah. You're working with the same sort of internals and, and you know, same battery level, same RAM, same processor mm-hmm. level. So that you are, or even better. So that when you're going, do I like Android? You're not being hampered by the fact that you're running Android on a plasticky piece of crap that can't run it properly. Yeah. If I think if you're going to make that leap, you've got to give it the fairest shot. Mm. And it's a bit like, although you can get a 20 quid phone with Android on it, mm. that's not the way to decide whether you want to switch from a phone that you spent 600 quid on. Yeah. Yeah. So how is it? How is it? I'm desperate to know. I'm going to get... Oh, I've just got I've just one more thing to say about the Apple phone. Uh, the, you want to moan about Apple? No, I've got one more thing about the iPhone X, actually, which is, as we were talking, I was just quickly checking the prices. Now that I'm in Android world, you look at the iPhone X and you go... You look at it and you go, oh, you've, you've, you've made an Android phone, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. The aesthetic of it, there's nothing about it. That's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying to you. There's nothing. You're removing <clears throat> that thing, that the whole thing about like anyone can use it, mm. and you've turned it into essentially an Android phone. And that's fine for people who are really good at using phones. Mm. But I bought my mum a really, really good Android tablet. Like it was expensive and it was high res, all this sort of powerful. She could not get on with it right. at all. Could not get over the kind of like software control paradigm. Right. She needed a button, big button she could press. And um, yeah, once you take that away, I think you lose, for me, what an, an iPhone is. So I'm gonna, I'll, um, I'll, I'll start reviewing the 5T by talking about something that surprised me. Go on. Which is that the, the big feature that got everyone excited about the iPhone X was, was, was Face ID. And I, and I kind of, I engaged on some level with some of the commentary about 
their implementation of Face ID um, and the, the limitations of it, the problems with it, and blah, and blah, and blah. And what I realised when I got my first decent spec Android phone is that um, actually if you if you make Face ID and you don't make a fuss about it and you just carefully build it you know, in a way that's respectful to users and it just works and no one notices it, it's great. Mm-hmm. The minute you make it a thing that people are going to talk about and they're going to pull down rightly on some of the things that are wrong with it, you've made yourself a problem. Um, yeah. How long did Android have Face ID before Apple? Uh, quite a bit. I mean, the, the general commentary, and I, I can't speak to it, but the general commentary is that it wasn't particularly successful. Right. Um, but from what I've seen on the 5T reviews I've seen, the one of the 5T is meant to be very, very good. And it costs half half the amount of money. Yeah, mine just caught me from the side as I was doing it just now. But the the main point is is the thing that I heard everyone talk about was the having a fingerprint sensor on the back. Yeah. That is the absolute boy. And to yeah. not have done that, as soon as I picked up the 5T, I understand both why it's on the Android phones and why everybody was like, are you mental, lads, when when Apple didn't do it? I could innovate away the shelves in my dishwasher that allow me to put dishes in it. It's going to be a shit dishwasher, isn't it? You know, taking stuff away. Oh. <laughs> I feel like doing the greatest hits of your analogies that don't quite last. It's because I was looking at the dishwasher as I was, as I was talking. I was just like thinking about, like, why why would you take those things away just to say you've taken them away? I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Well, that that lands. You know, you know what I'm saying. No, yeah, and and especially when there's no, it's like it's not like the back of the iPhone is particularly cramped. It's like there's plenty of room. Yeah, there's loads of real estate on there. And like, yeah, fine. If you want, if you want the Face ID thing to be the primary form of um, kind of authentication, amazing. Make it so good that it, you never have to use a fingerprint sensor. Sweet. But you know what? There's, there's been so many reports of times where it doesn't work. Yeah. And then your only option is to tap in your code yeah. that, you know what, just have that fingerprint sensor on my back, even if you hardly ever use it, that's going to be pretty useful, isn't it? Somewhere between my face and my finger, and I don't know where it is, my phone switches on when I want it to. The fact that I don't have to consciously think about what I'm doing shows me that somebody's made some very, very wise decisions. Um, yeah. I couldn't tell you when I pick up my phone if my face or my finger is unlocked it, ever. But it's always on. Unlo- oh, so you're you're kind of like doing it simultaneously. But it's always unlocked when I want it to. My my finger naturally nestles on the back of the phone, and it's all good. It's great, and it works. There are some learning curves I've had in terms of of paying for stuff um, over the past few days, which is that I had to very deliberately present my phone and press my my thumb on the success. And with the Android phone, I'm having to relearn the fact that I'm just going to have to take my phone out. And it will be unlocked and I'll wave it near something and then it will pay. Yeah. And that's a very different workflow for me. And my, I've got a set of reflexes that, that are changed. But mm. it makes sense that it works like that. I did, I did a whole bit on, on Thread with Stephen where I was talking about, you know, like paying on Apple Pay. And it's, it's easy as long as you do all the steps in the right order. Um, I just need to, I, I've genuinely got to undo all those steps now. Because all I need to do is have an unlocked phone when I'm paying rather than present my phone and unlock it. It's it's backwards but it sort of sounds better yeah no it's it's totally better mate it's 100 percent better i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna quickly talk about android pay for just one second as well i've got 11 pounds to spend at greg's why and this is because android pay has got an incentive on at the moment every time you pay for something with your phone you get a ticket and a prize draw 
<laughs> I keep winning Greg's vouchers. <laughs> like, my biggest takeaway for you today is my iPhones have been lovely, but they never fucking bought me lunch. <laughs> well, the real, tra- the real tragedy... You. I mean, if, if we ever needed more evidence that your life is a Shakespearean tragedy, the real tragedy in this is that you finally got a phone that gives you Greg's vouchers, but BCU has moved away from Perry Bar, where the discount Greg shop oh, used to reign supreme and you could get four sausage rolls for a quid. Oh, mate. I love you. You could have got 44 sausage rolls on Android Pay. I love you, man, because that is 100% my thought process over the past few days. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I don't doubt it I don't doubt it one of the vouchers is £5 and you have to spend it all in one go and I was just thinking how much could I get <laughs> you could go mental in that Greg's, re- that Greg's outlet store I mean sure every pasty and donut's a day old but <laughs> do matter it does not matter it's not like we're starting from a position of quality let's go for quantity no. No. I know well I, I tell you what do I eat this week John I um Snails. Did you? Let's go. go. Yeah, my my life's my life's taken some turns, hasn't it, since the old uh, Greg's Outlet days. <laughs> I know. So how is it? How's this phone, man? How's this phone? Tell me the phone. This is this is my right my my TLDR review is I love this phone. I hope it's TLDR because we're going for two and a half hours. I really I, hope it's TLDR. I, I love it, and I'm not going back. Wow. And that's the, that's the TLDR. I um I've, I've wiped my other phone and I'm waiting for an unlock code so that I can sell it because looking at the um the trading rates you get phenomenally more money for it unlocked yes. and it's and it's worth if you're going to sell a phone it's worth the, the wait and it may be ten days apparently before I get my unlock code but you're talking um uh, thirty quid difference at CEX on a on a cash. If they grade it as B, and you're talking sixty quid difference if they grade it as A, yeah. so just just wait in it. But yeah, it's, it's wiped, it's ready to go. I was kind of like running two for a couple of days because you know you just couldn't quite let go, and and the couple of the couple of things we're going to talk about in a second, which are iOS iOS only, I, I needed it around, and then eventually just got to the point where I just thought I need to cut the cord. I'm keeping it. Mm-hmm. It's not going back. Um, so what what are the headline? You, what are the headline kind of? Winners on the on the new one. OnePlus are a lovely company. For, for right. First and foremost, they're really, really, really nice. Um, I had reason to. I can't remember why I had to call them. They were really nice on the phone, um, and like you, I was trying to work out when the right time to buy the phone was because I was going on holiday. Couldn't buy it um, New Year because uh, it couldn't wouldn't come to my house in time before I left, and I couldn't guarantee it was going to arrive while I was at the holiday home. So I was waiting every day. I was kind of going on, get, looking at the expected ship dates. So it would arrive the day that I got home. And then in the end, I ended up, <laughs> I ended up spending £8 extra um, to get it delivered on what I thought would be the Friday, mm. which was the day that I was going to get home. And OnePlus, because they're a lovely company, decided to expedite it even further and ship it early. So it actually arrived before me. And I could have cried because I had to drive out to the depot to get it. Um, the courier that they used was very good and they were like yeah we'll, we'll deliver it on the next working day which is Monday and it was like it's Friday afternoon I'm coming to you where are you because <laughs> yeah. I I need, I need a weekend to get to grips with this bad boy well yeah also I just don't want to wait because I'm a child yeah. Um, yeah. and this is my main Christmas present to me um, unboxing it 
delightful. Uh, I thought unboxing an Android phone would be like there'd be styrofoam chips in a box and shit in jiffy bags and like I was buying something from eBay. Um, un- unboxing isn't really a major issue, but there is a certain attention to detail and uh, a kind of a quality, isn't there? I, I found the, the unboxing of the X for when I got it, the OnePlus X, mm. um, pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. I gotta say, like you were like, this is they, premium. They, yeah, yeah. I, 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 do you know what I loved? Um, there were surprises mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. I got a case. Like how I made, it was, you know, it was just like a, a clear silicon case. But like, yeah, but it's enough of a bumper. I've got the same. It's it, yeah. It's it's not. It's it's. I I didn't. I I only. I used that case the whole time I had the phone. Yeah. It was really nice. But you know what? That's a nice touch yeah. because people use cases and. Yeah, you might replace it with a better case down the line, but it's pretty nice to know that your brand new phone's in a case. Um, and that's your 400 quid protected, so... Especially when, yeah, you've just dropped 400 quid on a phone, maybe it's nice just to chuck a £4 silicon case in there. Yeah. You know. That came in there also. It's pre-Gorilla Glassed. Yeah. Um, that's a fantastic touch. Because that's basically, that's basically a company saying, like, we know you're going to drop this. And yeah. we don't want that to be ne- a negative experience for you because we want yeah. every single interaction that you have with this. Um, what in brand terms is called a moment of truth because every time you touch a phone is a moment of truth. Um, we want it to be positive. We yeah. want you to be happy. Um, and, you know, if you break, if you drop it and there's a crack, you take the grid of glass off yourself. But we've got you covered for the first one. That is, yeah. that is really, really, really nice. Um, the the colour coordination through between the box and it, like the box colour coordinates with the charging cable. I mean, come on, yeah. come on. Red yeah. is the accent colour on the box, and then my charging cable is red. Well, the reason I'm so devastated that I've missed out on the white version mm. is that the white version follows that same colour pattern, yeah. where it's got white on the back, black on the front, black buttons apart from one of the notification rocker, which is red. Mm. And it looks so fit. It's it's like my absolute favourite colour scheme. It is kind of white, white, black, and red. Yeah. It's just the one, and uh, it it I'm gutted because that's you know, like it is simply aesthetics. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same phone. But I I love that aesthetic. Like I really really love that that shade of red's beautiful. Yeah. Um, the clear white and black. Oh, well, it, it, I mean, like it elevates it a bit. Like what I've got at the moment is is a anonymous blank lump. Unless you know what you're really looking for, um, that white case is very lush. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't know that was coming out. You, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know until no, um, until it happened. I didn't know. But then I've missed out as well, so, so you unpa- I'm so hoping you un- by the time I get... You unpack everything and you, you get your phone. And um, one of one of the downsides of the really, really nice... The, like, the phone is aware when I want it. It's almost like it's got a, a, a Siri, Alexa-style trigger word. Yeah? Um, right. Like... If I if I say the word to Alexa, it comes on and it, and it knows I'm there. With this, if I'm looking at it, if I've got my finger on the back of it, it's just there and it's all awake and it knows what I want. The downside of that is I miss the lock screen. The lock screen is very, very pretty. The few times when I've caught it, um, right. you get 
really high res cover art from anything you're listening to at the moment it just takes over the screen the built-in uh, wallpapers are really beautiful and really show off the vibrancy of the colors that are in this screen the screen is like cuts your eyeballs when you look at it it's yeah. really it's a really nice screen mate um you mentioned the rocker switch on the side just now i didn't realize this was a thing until the other day when I was trying to work out how I put it onto Do Not Disturb because I was, I was looking for a software button because yeah. I, I, I got used to very quickly the, the fact that a lot of Android happens in the glass. Um, I was like, well, where, there must be a button for this. And apparently this is a OnePlus innovation having this rocker switch. Yeah, Most is. people don't have this. And this is so that you can surreptitiously switch modes and it's it's a really tactile button. Uh, what was it like yeah. in the One X that you had? Uh, yeah, just the build quality of the One the One X was just amazing, mm. and it was their it was their budget version of their phone. It was like two hundred quid. Wow! And the build quality was amazing. Um, yeah, really solid, nice, clean uh, level changes on that button. Um, have you have you messed around much with setting up the different levels? Because obviously you've got tell me everything, tell me nothing, and then the one in between where you can kind of have like important notifications. Yeah, it's, it's always on that one. That's yeah. my, that's, As it was by default. So yeah, I don't know, I didn't realise that that was, that, that was an innovation that have it. So, you know, there's something bold there, isn't there? Like, as our innovation, we're going to add a button to the case? Oh, yeah. oh Apple? Have a, have a listen over here. These guys are adding buttons to cases. Do you want to yeah. pay attention to that? That's what people want. <laughs> They want a button. Um, out of the box, the software that comes on it, um, most of the stuff that I really want is there. Yeah, that's 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 quite important. Um, there are things which, in terms of software that I want to add to it, um, there are things which are iOS specific which I haven't managed to work out yet. And that's my biggest bugbear. Uh, there's a pun. One of them is bear. So I, I've got into bear. <laughs> I've got into bear notes, and really annoyingly, I went bear pro, and um, there's a trial, and the trial expired, and I got charged the fifteen pound for the year about two days before my phone arrived. Uh, I was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have bothered paying that. I'd probably just... <laughs> no. Whoops. Um, Things by Culture Code is a big part of my workflow, and and this is the one problem that I've got at the moment is my ev- everything that I need to do for the future is scheduled into that, and it's it's not on Android, and it will never will be on Android. Um, so I need to sort out some sort of to do list system that will be cross platform. Okay, can we never ever talk about that on the podcast though? Because that's a pretty hard line for me to not talk about to-do systems on the podcast. We're only talking about it in the sense of that's... No, no, we can talk about it now. We can talk about it now. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> when, I... you, when you go through your process of finding a new to-do app, can we never talk I'm, about I'm, it? I'm podcast? not going beyond that. Okay, good. Just, just to be clear, it's a really boring topic. Yeah, you're my boy. You're my boy. Um, you're the absolute boy. It's an important topic for me in a personal way, in the same way that me choosing pants is. Yeah. <laughs> Please also never talk to me about that. Podcast. Precisely. That's why I've never brought it up before. Uh, although this week we're sponsored by MeUndies. 
Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and to doist. Oh. oh dear. Oh dear. Um, I, I, I had a long one tonight. Though. I had a problem with the note-taking app that's built in. That was a that was a bit of a, an issue for me. I needed a way of quickly capturing data, mm. and I I wrote about fifty memos using the built-in memo, and then I realised there's no way of exporting those. Yeah. Well, there is, but it's it's fucking too boring to tell you. No, it's fine. What you do is you set it. Um, no, no, I didn't mean it was fine to tell me. <laughs> I meant it was fine not to tell me. <laughs> First of all, you download Todoist. No, no. What you do is you set a reminder and it appears in Google Calendar on your Mac and then you can copy and paste it. Okay. <sighs> um, that's verging on, on GCD. I've got to sort out music as well because I'm, I'm quite locked into Apple Music, which I think we talked about before. Did you not download the Apple Music? Yeah, so my, my thing is I've, I'm iTunes Match and iTunes Match. So that, that doesn't translate? No. Nah. doesn't translate? No. Okay, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, okay, well, um, so... If I do it by tomorrow, I can put all of my iTunes library in Amazon's Music Locker. Amazon's Music Locker closes tomorrow. If you get your files in it, uh, tomorrow at the point of recording is the 15th. Um, um, if you get all, your phone, all, all of your music into Amazon Locker by the 15th, then you've got a year. So that'll buy me some time. Well, I mean, I, my recommendation would be uh, Google Music. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I could. I Google that. Music is very, like a lot of Google things, is very poorly documented. My understanding from what I can read is that you can put your own tracks into it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then it works yeah, according I, I to think, match. Yeah. It, well, you, it's like, uh, it's probably more like the Cloud Locker thing. Not that I know too much about that, but you just upload all your library. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just available to you. Yeah. In a web browser and in on on your phone app, um, you can then get the plus like the the premium version, which basically then extends it to be a Spotify slash Apple Music style yeah streaming service as well. Um, and I found it really good. Um, I'm kind of all in on Spotify these days, but I use Google Music because it's got all of my old library on it mm. of like you know. Um, if Spotify hasn't got a, I don't know, what was it yesterday? Uh, radish restraining bolt. Right. Spotify doesn't have that um, because apparently they don't care about love in this world. Uh, so I had to switch over to Google Music real quick to listen to that record. But I mean, and obviously all the like demos and stuff from when I was playing bands and friends bands and stuff. It's nice just to have those in the cloud well, as well. This is it. I mean, like I'm not into anything so obscure that it wouldn't be available through a subscription service so I don't know why I feel so precious about making sure that all my music is online but I am yeah well I'd, I'd re- personally I recommend Google Music you can set it up as a thing that watches folders on your computer as well mm. and will upload new stuff added to the folders mm. um, so you just point it at your iTunes music and it will just upload it and when new things get added, it uploads those as well. I think we'll we'll probably pin music services for a chat for another day because like the good plan. There's good so plan. Mu- there's so much that I want to get into about this. Like I suspect Spotify is the boy, um, yeah. just because D- Discovery Weekly is just so invaluable. Yeah, yeah, the algorithms are off the chart. 
you know the main thing about Spotify is? What? Uh, I know we said we're going to get this in, into this later, but the thing that always comes back to me is um, I hit a track on Spotify and it starts playing immediately. Yeah. No other music service does that. Yeah. Every other music service has a little few seconds of buffering. Spotify is instantaneous. Mm. They must do some preloading when you go onto yeah, the, yeah. the page. But what, why doesn't everyone think to do that? That should be the standard. Right? Scandinavians care, mate. It's it's quality. It's it, it's that thing that always gets it for me. Mm. So yeah, I've had um, I, I reckon, right? Discovery Weekly. I reckon it's probably like one week a year where I listen to it and go, "There's nothing here for me." I don't think I've had a single week where that's happened where there's nothing. Well, maybe there's one or two. Well, maybe there's one or two tracks, but if, if there's one or two tracks in a list of forty, I'm kind of like that. That was a shit week, and it's just so rare that it doesn't absolutely yeah. nail it for me. I think more often than not, I'm getting fifty percent, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm. I reckon over fifty percent. I'm thinking, yeah, that's good, and then I'm saying about thirty percent of those. I'm actually adding to my library to listen to again. Oh, definitely. But I, I, I had, un- a... un- but that's about, and that's an unbelievable hit rate. I think for an algorithm. Totally. I had a bad week this week. This this week was my bad week out of my fifty two. They they thought it'd start me early, and I'm looking. I'm listening to it, and I'm thinking, you don't know me at all, but you did know me the week after, and I'm thinking, that's why you're a clever bastard, because. You've just thrown all this at me just now. These are all my outliers. That was an A-B test. Yeah, and you've just gone, have this. And I've gone, yeah. no. I've listened to it once. I've not saved anything. And they're going to go, all right. My, yeah. Tomorrow, I'm going to be in Bangor City. Yeah, yeah, I bet you are. It's yeah. going to be incredible. I can't wait. I'm so excited about the morning. Yeah. Um, so... Um, I will chuck you my best of discover. So I've got a player's best of discover that I chuck stuff into. Oh, nice. I like it. I'll chuck you a link and you can share it with show notes because uh, I've got a few people who've subscribed to it. Oh, that sounds incredible, mate. That's yeah. incredible. So I, I was going through the negatives on my phone after uh, after a positive start. So there's these couple of apps that I hadn't quite worked out, and one of the workflows I'm going to need to work out is how I uh, do calendars again because. Um, uh, I've got a Mac, I've got an iPad, I've got this phone. Uh, but more importantly, the family calendar has to be shared to an iPhone at the moment until such time as Karina moves to Android. And she's she's on the she's on the roadmap towards moving as well. Um, all the people who've written about how to do this, they sound to me like they're doing it much more difficult, with much more difficulty than they need to. Um, I think it's probably quite easy. I just need to sit down and work it out. Yeah. So there's like... None of the things that are hanging over are problems. I'll just find another way of doing to-do lists. I'll find another way of doing calendars, and then I'm done. Piece of yeah. piece of piss. And what I'm left with at the end of the day is a phone that I like and that has some fucking respect for me as a user and as a customer. Wow. Well, well, yeah. well, well done, everybody. Well, it reminds me of someone, John. I can't think who it used to be. There was a company who used to do that. But, uh, they were in uh, California. <laughs> but yeah, no, what that that, that thing of like, if it, it sounds like from what you're saying and from what I've looked at of the actual phone stuff, you talked about the idea of adding that button to make things more convenient for you, the user, maybe at the detriment of having this perfect piece of glass that has no raised edges on it. Yeah. Um, it's that idea of technology getting out of your way. Yeah. And, um, I think that uh, that's what I feel like has been lost mm. with Apple. 
mm-hmm. is is it feels like it's in my way and i've not i've for that reason i'm not i'm refusing to upgrade to like their newer operating systems because i'm like everything i've heard about this sounds like it's going to make my life more of a pain and i don't want that definitely and um the physical design of the products just is continually disappointing me this macbook pro is is not great your current macbook pro is the bane of your life isn't it i wouldn't go that far i mean i, I feel like a, a absolute tosser sitting here on a podcast complaining about a fucking free grand laptop i've got but i mean you know i, I do value good design decisions yeah and if you are going to spend that much on a laptop you would hope to actually have some good design decisions have been made and i feel like every design decision that's been made that is different to the previous generation of this laptop has worsened it yeah well look my my, um, my first apple computer is in one of the most unloved generations of apple computers and it still was a great computer and it changed something in in me in terms of my relationship with 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 technology and put me on a journey in in some way so i don't think we're i don't think we're yet at the point where we've had a bad apple computer but you're you're looking at positioning them and framing them within a canon of some really great computers and that's that's the problem isn't it it's just it's just not good enough and then you open up a space for other people to do interesting things and I think it's the trajectory that's that's worrying. Yeah, yeah, the trajectory is definitely in the wrong direction at the moment. It's not. It's not like going. Oh, that one was a bit a bit dodgy, but it was a bit of an outlier. Mm. Or like, oh, that was a bit of a funny decision, but you know, yeah, they pulled it back the next year. It's like, mm. just see, and and it's it it might be a taste thing. It might just be my personal taste. And there's people who are obviously loving this stuff, but I mean, for me, it's not. Um, I just don't think it's for me. Well, yeah, when, when um, I had when I had my first Apple Mac, it, it was it was a second hand one. Someone obviously hated it, so <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and they was they would be someone who who'd been brought up in uh, the the generation. So I bought um, I bought a Performer six thirty, which was in the job is, in the jobsless era of Apple in those oh, wow. wilderness years before he just before he came back. So it was like it was in the last run of um, of, of apples that were running PowerPC chips, um, and just before the i the iMac and stuff started happening. Yeah. So it was like it was the, the dregs. <laughs> oh, what was that? Was it you? As me. Yeah. How was that? I was trying to be subtle. I'm trying to be subtle. Did you send me a message? Yeah, I didn't realize it was gonna bring the house down. Oh, I can't even see it, mate. <laughs> don't worry about new, it new, new Skype mate just just, save me, just tell me on tape we need to wrap this up John we it's do. been three hours do, I need to go to bed we do mate we do you getting looks no no I think Hannah's probably gone to bed already but I've got to be up for corralling somebody into a train tomorrow the trouble is, is that I've only given you the negatives on my phone I know I'm really I, this is, to, to be honest John uh, this is why I wanted to talk about the phone straight away rather than going around all the tech uh. that you keep. We didn't really care about in your household, but you. That was a tiny bit, and and, and to be you're fair, a, you're a stickler. A you are a stickler th- for a running order. A lot of the three, hour, a a lot of the three hours were pre-show, so. Thirty minutes was two and a half hours have been on this. Yeah, well, there were a couple of piss breaks. Um, <laughs> one of the okay. Here's here's a weird thing about the phone. 
do you remember me, me texting you and saying I'd just been and played with it and it was amazing I loved it yeah um, something about when I played with it I didn't notice how fucking big it is <laughs> <laughs> this is a big boy phone sorry can you just run just run that sentence that you just said back in your head please <laughs> played with the phone in a shop you said there was something about when I played with it I didn't realise how big it was <laughs> the phone how can you let that go out the phone I you know what? I went in the shop I looked at the phone <laughs> I had a go on you it you were in the shop this is lovely you really like the phone this is lovely it's to play with it so I just it's played with it. it it got big and then it, it got really big <laughs> anyway. go, oh I like this phone how big is it? Because I'm, I'm worried if it's going to fit in my it's, hand. It's bigger than the 6S. Am I going to be able to? Am I going to be able to play with it with one hand, <laughs> or will I need two hands to play with? You got big hands, it? Nick. So, um, right. I haven't got very big hands though. So, would I need two hands to successfully play with it? There's, there's one, there's there's one bit of. Um, user input that I need to do that just feels a little bit tiresome other than that in the hand it feels fine but um, I had some problems with it in terms of its size in terms of um, my famous running belt doesn't fit so so that that's problem number one Um, so actually although that so if something goes full screen on it you need to pull down from the top to then bring up the home button at the bottom. And that's a bit of a painful manoeuvre to like pull from the top and then go down to the bottom of this fucking foot long screen. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not a foot long, but you know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it's probably, I, I don't know. I don't know how big this is, mate. I can't work in. It's the size of, it is the size of my palm to my fingers. Right. Yeah. It goes, it goes, yeah. if I put my palm at the bottom, it's the length of my index finger. That's, that's a big ass phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's tall though, isn't it? Rather than wide. Yeah, 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 it's not much wider than my iPhone six, but it's much longer. Um, so to, yeah, to pull down from the top and then go to the bottom, it's just it's just a bit painful. That's all. But it doesn't fit in my belt, and that's been difficult. So I'm still trying to find a way to carry it from running. Um, and I, I've been deliberately wearing shorts that have pockets, so I can put it in my pocket. That's then led to me having problems with my headphones because I don't use a Bluetooth anymore. I'm gonna. I'm going to hold on to talking about my new Bluetooth headphones until next time. Okay. Because I have, without authorization from you, been out and bought some Bluetooth headphones. Right. I can't deal with this right now, John. It's too late. It's, it's quarter to twelve. I can't deal with you telling me this sort of information. I've been seeing other boys, mate. <laughs> I. I mean, I'm. I'm not happy, but I just haven't got the energy to argue. You're, I'll sleep on. I'll sleep on the sofa. You're gonna hate we'll everything. You're gonna hate everything I'm gonna tell you about the Bluetooth headphones that I bought. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Right. Okay. Th- okay. You've not recommended to them to me. That's the main thing. Uh, <laughs> they don't follow a pattern that you've chosen for me. <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, can I talk about the battery and then can you, can I send you off home? Oh, let me go to sleep. <laughs> right. Tell me about the battery. Come on. Right, mate, the battery on this phone, as a man who's used to his iPhone, the day when I came this the most, right, I, I went for a very, 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 very long walk and 
for various reasons, I was live tracking the walk on my phone at the time. So I was like caning the GPS and I was caning the um, audio. And I came back after three and a half hours and I went about my day. And about two hours later, I got this little notification. It went, oh, oh battery warning. I was like, oh, how long have I got left? It's like 12 hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, <laughs> seems fine. Um, oh my God. How, how, how do they do it? So what are you looking at in terms of percentage by the end of the day? By the end of the day, I'm still on like 30%, 40%. I plug it in for 25 minutes and have a read of my book and then I unplug it. And then I wake up the next day and I go about my business. So it's not even like it's plugged in all night. Yeah, uh, that's a dash thing, right? It's absolutely incredible. And, and one, of the, one of the things that's really blown my mind about moving to Android is... On on an Apple phone, the 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 thing was always, oh, if you have notifications, that's going to cane your battery. On this, right. notifications are, are are everything. Yeah, like the nicest, the very much the nicest thing about this phone is that I don't have to go and check through a load of things. Yeah, to see if anything's happened, and it takes up much less of my life because I can trust it. I can allow it to poll different apps to see if they've got more data and then to tell me they've got more data. I can trust it to do that without rinsing my battery. Yeah. And it will politely, like a gentleman, tell me when it wants its when it wants some attention from me. And when it asks for my attention, it's on point. I look at it, there's a little row of icons across the top telling me all the things that want my attention. And if I'm not interested in any of those, I just put it in my pocket and go about my day. It doesn't keep prodding me to do stuff. And then eventually I'll look at that queue of things and I get meaningful data about what the notifications are and I choose which ones I'm going to look at and I clear them all and I'm done. I I hardly ever look at this fucking phone and I want to because it's so pretty. (laughs) It's really unobtrusive and really nice to look at at the same time. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, that's what you want. Though, it's a it? it's a lovely thing to have that I don't want, that I don't have to deal with. Uh, well, the whole time we've done. been talking, yeah. the whole time we've been talking, I've been sitting with the the, the shop page open. <laughs> I mean, the only re- honestly, the so I, to be honest with you, the only reason I was really excited to hear from from you about this because, um, especially after you'd you'd had it for a few weeks, um. And you maybe got over the initial kind of like, oh, new thing kind of vibe. Um, because I was sort of like, you know, am I, have I been talking myself into getting this phone? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, so it's really good to hear that you've kind of got a balanced view on it and, and the important things to me sound like the important things to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I'm not hitting and buying this is that I'm clinging on to the You want the white hope. one, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But when I get back from holiday, the white one will have come back into stock. Wait and get the one for you, man. If it hasn't got come back into stock, then I can only assume that it will never come back into stock. And at which point I'll buy the black one. I may have a look on eBay, but I imagine the white ones are going for stupid money. So is it not even available to pre-order? No, it was a limited edition that was only mm. released for this, but I don't know if they're going to do... 
Well, look, you're you're not you're not going to miss anything by by um, by waiting a week. No, because I can't because... get it, I can't get it till uh, you know until you get back until you get back, and it, it will come in a couple of days once you ordered it. So yeah, exactly. Um... So I I might as well wait. Just the sandstone white one is going for eight hundred pounds on eBay. Wow. wow. So that's not a thing that I'm going to be doing. Um, so I like it, but I don't like it an extra 400 quid's worth. So, yeah, that's probably not going to happen the, unless it comes back in. By the way, by the way we'd, we'd, we had pretty much wrapped this up, but there, there are other things I want to say. And one thing I am going to say right now is when I bought it, I, I, um, because I have the bcu.ac.uk email address um, at the university, I could get a HE discount on it, right? So um, I got mine for 400 quid, which meant I, I took the absolute baller spec, right? Uh, you buy a, a OnePlus, apart from when there's the white ones available. The point where I bought it, there was one colour, it was black. And you just have to make a decision. Do you want 64 gig or 128 gig? And based on the same thinking that you mentioned earlier on, I took the 128 yeah. Of well, I'm just going to take the I'm just going to take the absolute one. Yeah. Um, on my iPhone 6s, where all of my music was on the cloud and all my photos were on the cloud, I never had enough space to take a photograph or to listen to a song. Um, I've currently downloaded without prejudice loads and loads of things, and my main problem on this phone is I'm not going to ever touch the sides of 128 gig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm currently running 8.6 gigabytes of, of, of storage space. Uh, the most I ever had in terms of photos on my old phone was five gig. I don't know why I bought 128 gigs, mate. This, in terms of it, just works. It's offloading the photos when I want it to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm taking pictures and they're just disappearing off the thing. Are you using Google Photos? Yeah. I look forward to discussing that with you in the future. Oh, really? Yeah, I like. I really like Google Photos. Oh, okay, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got some good. stuff. I've got some thoughts on it. But it just it seems to manage itself as well. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm going back into just glossy. You know, I'm I'm glazing over with excitement about it. But um, that's good. Though. It's, I'm glad. That, I'm glad. I'm really glad actually you've had that experience because um, you, I, I'm always a, a guy with a wandering eye for. Um, yeah. different tech and and I'm the sort of person that would kind of switch a bit and you've been very very baked into Apple since pretty much the first iPhone right so yeah uh, when you said you were going to switch it was a pretty kind of like whoa okay uh, so mm-hmm. I'm really glad you've had that experience and I'm glad you went for this one I'm glad you didn't get a cheaper phone mm-hmm. um, and you've had, had the experience of using a really really nice well made well put together well presented well supported phone for this experience of moving across operating systems. No, it's, it's, it is the dream, man. Nice. Well, well, when I get back next weekend, I think I'll order one. Right. And we'll have another chat. We've got other things to talk about. Yeah. We've got to wrap it so up. Much, got to wrap so it much up, to talk about it. Got to wrap it up. I need to go to bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we've, got a, we've got a new ad read. Oh, go on, man. Um, by the way, somebody did... Um, well, some people did go and buy some Oxfam stuff, so well done. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Well done. 
Well, you know, what I mean, it was an experiment. It I don't think I don't I don't think it added like zeros to anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did our bit. We did our bit. Uh, so uh, Podient, who are our um, hosting provider, if you want to run a podcast, you can uh, go and get twenty five percent off membership at Podient if you use the offer code Runner. I'm going to do a better ad read for that next time. Yep. If we've if we've inspired you, if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, well, well if, it, if these two muppets can do it, then uh, I can do it. Exactly. Uh, you get some. Uh, <laughs> I might. I might just do a cold one of this later on. <laughs> if you if you want to run a podcast and you want some hosting, we like Podient. Uh, you'll like it too. You can get twenty five percent off three months of membership if you go to podiumco slash sign up and use the offer code Runner. There you go. And um, you can go to our website, runnerpod.com, which is running on Podient, where you can look through old episodes, read show notes and blog posts. And if you have any comments, questions or thoughts, please tweet us at runnerpod or uh, email us. It does still work. <laughs> Podcast at runnerpod.com. That's the place where you send all your SEO proposals and um, any, uh, any marketing um, materials that you've got for us. That'll be great. Essentially, that email exists purely for people to sell us web design services. Yeah, basically. So, um, feel free to email us about anything else. But um, also, if you can uh, build us an iOS app, we don't need. Uh, that's also a place to drop us an email about that. That'd be great. And if you've got any uh, any gold um, that you need us to look after, um, because your father died in a war, that'd be good. Yep, that's all that's for. <laughs> you don't see oh. you don't see those much anymore, do you? Those emails. That's like, 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 like white dog shit, isn't it? You just don't see. <laughs> you don't look like a runner with Nick and John. Wasn't that a thing where they actually put chalk in the dog food? Was it? I think it was. I thought we just went, you know, stale. Best is best before. (laughs) Oh, fuck off to Disneyland. Go on. Peace.